Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at Nothing in Mod Pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway. show opener jesus it's like the uh when we were doing the the running to the dumpster (laughs) (laughs) it's not going away oh man oh god i can taste it welcome to the podcast (laughs) yeah thanks for joining us nothing in moderation brought to you by mike's stinky bottle s for shitty pants (laughs) You can check us out on all of our social medias at Nothing in Mod Pod. You know, we repeat this and we go through this every week where like we introduce the show. Like there isn't a whole ass intro. Yeah, I, I mean I just don't ever show. want to steal your thunder. Yeah. Like, you know what? what? He's having here. fun and I'm not. I'm not having fun though. You're not having fun anymore. That's why you quit the first time. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. I'm just doing it for you. Oh. <laughs> I'm just doing it for you. What are we here for? I don't know. I've been, asking that for the, I've been asking that for 68 episodes. <laughs> Are we really up to 68? I think we're at 68, yeah. I'll have to look. I think, hopefully this isn't 69. Hold on, now oh, I need man, to look. If this, is I, if this is 69, we got to stop recording and redo something. we got to plan out a 69 <laughs> show. <laughs> uh, podcast upload. Actually, I don't even need that. Where's my files? Nothing in moderation. Files. See, mine doesn't tell me episode numbers. It just... um. They're they're only saved in the file name. I don't put them in the. You know what? It huh. is going to be episode sixty nine. Motherfucker! <laughs> so we're going to have to start over. No, we're not starting over. We're leaving the uh, fart in at the beginning. Uh, There's no better way to start episode sixty nine uh, than with me shit in my pants, live on air. Uh, it's reciprocal. <laughs> yep. Sorry, I'll cut out my my throat clearing over there. <laughs> no, you won't. It takes I, I might. too much effort. Yeah, you're right. Jesus Christ. So. Bobby was talking about uh, Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and just that like she has a house in the Hamptons or whatever next to Howard Stern. So I actually was looking up Taylor Swift facts mm-hmm. and uh, her Manhattan apartment, quote unquote apartment, is like four stories and 8,400 square feet. But but I looked up Howard Stern to see what his net worth is yeah. and it's like 650 million. Dude, mm-hmm. his annual salary is 90 million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's wild. To phone it in every day. He's just he's, phoning it in. He, he does what we do, just a lot better. Yeah, he gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> we get sponsorship pennies. From are Free you built are, is this money not South trickling Africa. down to me? No. We're like we're like one twenty something in the South African charts now. No. We fall in a bunch of spaces. Yeah, approximately a hundred and twenty. <laughs> That's uh, disappointing. At least we were number one for a day or so. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey. I should put that on Vibrizade. What? Oh, I, my phone went off. Oh, we're we're number one for a day or so, he yeah. says. It'd be like that sometimes. But, um, you know, now 
I'm sad. Had I known this was the 69th episode, I would have worked harder to get us an interview with newest star of the world, Aquaman. <laughs> we should reach out. I think it'd be funny. Yeah, I definitely need an interview with with Aquaman, and or I would also take an interview with the chair guy. The chair guy. What should we him call him? F- I also kind of want to interview the, the white the white guy who wasn't phased at all by being hit in the head thirty seven times with a fucking folding chair. I mean, that's like he he did meth. not move. Maybe it was the myth. So, the, my favorite part about the folding chair, actually, the the folding chair, it was it was when he, he just randomly hit the lady over the head, the one who was already done fighting for a long time and had already been kicked by yeah. like eight people. Yep, uh, that one. Uh, and then there was the guy who, the white guy who jumped in the water to get away from the fight because he was already getting his ass whooped and didn't pick anybody think to follow him into the water. Watching the, aside from somebody trying to drown you, part yeah. the, <laughs> I always used to laugh at like one of the easiest ways to stop a fight that's starting is just throw someone in the pool. They can't do anything from in the pool. Yeah. You know, or if you jump in the pool, who's really going to come in after you? Yeah. So like I, I watched the video and somebody got thrown in the water. I'm like, all right, well they're just out of it now. Yeah. They don't have to worry about getting hit. They don't have to worry about hitting anyone. But it's probably the easiest way to stay out of jail. I could not um, stop laughing when I realized that that patent that Bobby sent us about the folding chair is real. The yeah. guy who invented the folding chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The uh, the my other the other thing I really enjoyed was the guy whose Crocs got turned into shin guards. But that was a different incident, is what was I was it? told. See, yeah, that was at somewhere I... like uh, Delion Springs. Oh well, that makes even more sense that some random guy at Delion Springs was getting his fucking <laughs> shit pushed but, in and turning his Crocs into fucking shin guards. I don't know that it was Delion Springs; just one of those yeah. like concrete pool style springs at a state oh, park. Well, that's that's disappointing. Cause I'm gonna go there and get pancakes. That picture is my favorite. Um, I do, however, want to caution everybody. If you're, there's a lot of people that are cashing in on making merch for this uh, incident. And we never even said we were talking about, but the people in South Africa won't understand. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the uh, incident in Alabama where uh, the security guard at the boat ramp moved somebody's boat after he asked them to move it and they refused and then a to big make fight room ensued. for like this the to make ferry. room for like a city-owned ferry that was yeah. taking people out on tours or whatever um but and a giant fight ensued um where uh a very large amount of black people beat up a very large amount of white people it started with a very large amount of white people beating up a single yeah black yeah, the, the dock worker is a black man um but there are a lot of people that are like making funny shirts and hats and shit like that. And I just caution you to do your research and make sure that you're not buying those things from like a random white person who's just using their cricket to capitalize on the, uh, the thing I've, I've seen a couple like pop up on TikTok like people make funny shirts and they're like, Oh, Lincoln bio. And it's just some random white person that probably doesn't have an opinion either way. And you know, whatever, like they're just trying to cash in and make extra money on the deal. And I think it's, it- isn't that the way the most most t-shirt and or logo companies are? They don't give a shit who absolutely. it is, what's going on. They're just yeah, cashing yeah. in. Yeah. Speaking of t-shirts, I paid $52 for a t-shirt today. Why? Is it the one you're wearing? <clears throat> no. God, no. This was actually less than $52, and I bought it at the concert, which was surprising. Um, no, one of the uh, Gary Chambers, he was running for um, Senate in Louisiana. He ran against... Uh, fuck who's the old white guy uh john all of them 
Yeah, but it's it, he ran. He was running against the guy that said, "If you don't like law enforcement, next time you need the police, call a crackhead." Like the, on an actual like that was his campaign ad that made it onto TV. <laughs> oh um, God, that sounds like name? like a Johnson or the guy who's on like the Senate committees. That's just very uh, foghorn leghorny. Uh oh. Mike's thinking the screen got real bright. No, um, well, that's because I switched over to. Uh, the fuck is this guy's name? Is is this going to be the guy who suggested that sea level rise? John from Kennedy. Rocks? That's him. John yeah, it Kennedy. is Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's always a fucking Kennedy. He's an idiot. Like there was a <clears throat> when he said something ludicrous. Someone said that's the worst thing that's come out of out of a Kennedy's mouth since the sixties. <laughs> But the uh, my fifty two dollars shirt, his, the guy that ran against him, Gary Chambers, um, Gary Chambers has a program that he's trying to take national, where he he has a civics program that teaches people how civics works in general for their communities. Um, so the shirt is related to the the course that he's he's doing, but all of the proceeds go to help make the course bigger. Because that he doesn't charge people to go to the course. Donation. Yeah, but he doesn't charge people to go to the course, so he uses the money, the, the profits from the shirts, to cover the cost of the course for the attendees. And he'll that's, go from community to community. That's pretty cool. So, I mean, I I just, you know, I also got charged a fat tax on the shirt, which I don't agree with. Um, like state sales tax on top no, of it? No, 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 fat tax. Just because I'm fat and need a bigger size shirt, it costs <laughs> oh, more money. The triple so, XL price? Yeah. Yeah, it goes up $5 from 2XL to 3XL, and I just don't think there's $5 worth of material there. I mean, and on a $52 shirt, how much how much more material is $5? Well, it was like the, the shirt was $45, and then shipping was $7. And I'm like, what the fuck? You can't, you can't figure out a fucking $1.50 in shipping in an in a envelope? I know you come up with these these quotes for, for shipping, but uh, when I sent calendars out for the buttholes of Africa, none of them shipped nearly as cheap as you said they were going yeah, to. Yeah, you, you did something way... I, I think I remember us talking about that. The way you shipped them was wrong. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, it's always my fault. Absolutely. I'm just glad we're on the same page finally. I, I had a client at work send us something, and he sent me a picture of the receipt, and it was like $87 in shipping from Seattle. Jesus. He's like, oh, it was only like 12 bucks more to send it second day air, so I did it that way. And I pulled up the weight and the dimensions on the box. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, dude, this would have fit in a flat rate box. It should have been like $16. Yeah. I was like, I'm not reimbursing you $80 in shipping. I uh, <clears throat> So I, I buy and sell a good amount of RC cars, so I'm pretty adept at shipping them. And I like all I had a guy there was they call they sell like a swing out case for the Ranger that mounts in the back corner of the bed and like it tucks up against the side and then it swings out and you can store straps and shit in it. And they're a couple hundred bucks new. But there was a guy selling a used one for like 80 bucks in one of the Ranger groups. And I was like, oh, uh, I was like, can you get me a shipping quote, you know, to Florida for it? Whatever. Right. He's like, and like an hour later, he messaged me back. He's like, oh, it's gonna be like $85 to ship it. Sir, what? Sir, tell me the dimensions of the box and the weight. Yeah, I'll send you a like, label for real. And then, and he wouldn't do it, which is tells me that he was trying to make some extra cash on the shipping side of it because he knew it wasn't going to be that. I'm like, I ship, I ship fifty fifty to fifty five pound RC cars across the country for forty five dollars. 
Are they like it's that heavy? The some of the bigger ones I have can be, yeah. Like my my big fifth scale ones, they're they're fifty fifty five pounds. The one you flipped over thirty seven times. <laughs> yeah, that one weighs like fifty. Once you get everything packaged in the box with the remote and everything in there, okay. it's fifty fifty five pounds. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just like I it, I was like, there's no way it's fucking eighty dollars. Like people, they either don't care or they're using it as an attempt to make extra money. Well, and that used to be my big gripe on eBay way back <laughs> in the day. It's like, oh man, this is ten dollars and thirty eight dollars shipping. eBay and finally for- squashed that because what people were doing in the early days of eBay is they were jacking the shipping up. Because eBay didn't take any of their fees from the shipping price. That makes sense. They only took it from the sale. Now eBay just takes the money from the fucking total. <laughs> yeah, which sucks. And you have to, you don't have to, but you, you, they make it pretty easy to pay for shipping through them. So, right. I remember selling, I don't know what it was, but they took like 12% of the sale price. It's like, well, pfft. yeah, by the time already, it's all said and done, they get about 12%. And you're already selling it for less than. Mm-hmm. half anyway so it's yeah. like man i may as well just throw this shit in the yeah, trash there's only there's only certain things i sell on ebay like i'll try to sell clothes on ebay because they they don't hit the fees as hard but there's also not there's not as high dollar of an item like i'll try to sell high dollar stuff locally before i go the ebay route because of the fees and shit <laughs> like so. a lawnmower twenty four hundred dollars to yeah. get an eleven hundred dollar jesus offer. christ fuck man well well and see when that's where i wanted to go with this anyway because i've been i've been buying and selling things lately and the fucking marketplace is just a cesspool. Yeah, dude. But, but there's no other choice. Yeah. Like Craigslist it replaced is dead. Craigslist. Craigslist is mostly scams. Offer up is just repeats of shit that's already on Facebook Marketplace and half the people don't and like the thing that pisses me off about offer up is when you pull up like if I'm searching for like an F one fifty, the first like ten fucking things it shows me are months old. Oh, it doesn't just start with like no. Deal, it doesn't start with the dealers. newest. The newest. No, yeah, it's fucking. It's stupid. So, and you can't sort or anything. No, you you can, and it still just doesn't show you. It still shows you shit that's weeks old. Like they're it's fucking still trash. You tell it you want to sort in a certain way, and it's like okay, first couple listings are sorted the way you want them to. The rest of them are just bullshit mm-hmm. because they're pushing to the top whoever's paid them to sponsor the ad, so. which is understandable. I mean, yeah. not ideal or likable, but so understandable. Yeah. Yeah, because just the car shopping alone has just been fucking miserable. I've looked at some fucking jalopies. <laughs> Tell us about it. And people are good at hiding defects in pictures. Like, real good. <laughs> well, I mean, we like, talked about the one that had been rolled over and they didn't even show the, <laughs> yeah. the damage on that side. But, yeah. but like, I, I went and looked at a truck that, like, it had a... There was a picture of the passenger side of the truck on the ad. And once I zoomed in like super close because I had seen it in person, you could see that it was there. But like if I sent you the picture right now, you couldn't point out the six bullet holes in the quarter panel or in the in the rear of the bed. Um, the, and they're rusted over. The truck's blue. So it's like they the rust kind of, you know, as soon as I got out right. of the, as soon as I pulled up next to the truck, I was like, what the fuck? But it's a work truck. Does it matter? Yes, because I don't want to look like a fucking slob pulling up to people's houses. You got to put band-aids on it. <laughs> That is true. If I put some band-aids on it. Or a magnet. A company magnet. That's true. I could do that. Those are expensive as fuck, too. Don't get me started. Or a bunch Um, of nothing in moderation magnets. Yeah. I got a bunch of those. Anybody wants a free one, let me know. Because I got fucking magnets and stickers for days. Yeah, I'm coming out of my (laughs) b-hole. But yeah, no. Like, it's just everything is fucking terrible. Like, people... if, If I'm trying to sell something, people offer me half of fucking what I'm asking right off the bat 
literally just sent me a message that says, uh, take 1200 for something I had listed for $2,100. Like, what? Why would you think I would take 1200 It's cash, bro. It's cash. Or or the people that are like, I had one guy message me, and I I just, I was like, it's it's sort of, like, it's available, but I have a guy who said he's coming to look at it this afternoon. And he's like, well, I have cash right now. I wouldn't wait for that guy. And I was like, well, I mean, I, I understand that, but I'm, you know, I've been talking to the guy, you know, seemed nice enough, but, you know, I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm going to give him a chance. I already told him he could come look at it, whatever. Oh, well, I'll, I'll give you 1500 cash right now. And I'm like, well, he didn't even balk at the price. He just said, you know, he asked all those questions. He said he wanted to come look at it. And he's like, oh, yeah, but he'll get there and he'll offer less. And I was like, cool, then that'll be a wasted trip for him, too. Don't know what else to tell you, bro. <laughs> going to offer me <laughs> 60% of what I asked and then try and tell me yeah. I'm stupid for entertaining an offer of what I asked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, okay. uh, I know for a fact that as my wife is going to listen to this, she is going to be screaming, that's the same exact shit you do to people on Marketplace. Do you because really? Kind of. It depends. Like, I'll argue with people a little bit. I've gotten way better about it. Um, like, I'm, I'm going to look at an F-150 tomorrow. Uh, after work that um, he had it listed for 5000 and it's been up there for, I, I messaged him about it previously. It's been up there for a couple of weeks. Okay. And I messaged him again. I was like, Hey, just checking to see if they're still available, you know, whatever. And I was like, he's like, yeah, it's still available. I was like, would you take four for it? And he's like, I've had multiple offers at 4,000. And like I sent, I sent a screenshot of that to my brother who I was talking back and forth with about the truck. And, and, I was like, I was like, I don't know. It seems if like me and all these other people are offering you four grand, maybe that's the market for your truck. I don't know though. I, I you know, but in the past, I would have said that shit to him. Like I'd have been like, I don't know if all of us are offering four grand, maybe that's the market for your truck. Look at you so, growing. I know I've gotten better, but I, I, you, know, you don't need to explain supply and demand to everybody. Yeah, you know, but the, <laughs> I also I'm coming from the person who. And I think I talked about this on the podcast. And I know you know about it, but like when I was trying to sell the dash kit for Jen's old Civic and the kid tried to offer me like 15 bucks for it. I was like, I'll throw this in the trash before I'll sell it to you for 15 bucks. And he's like, you wouldn't do that. And I sent him back a picture of it in the trash and it actually stayed there. It, it, I just threw it away. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not worth the hassle because no. there's, so what's the dash kit cost new? Just as a, for instance, uh, I think they were like 25 bucks and I had it listed for, 20 i never even opened it like i, I got it in never even and he's gonna want you to drive all the way out of your way to meet yeah, him to, to buy it and it's like dude yeah it's not worth it. I, I sold wheels mm -hmm. just pull off wheels from any of the tons of projects i've had and it's like hey the tires aren't any good the wheels are whatever here's the lug nuts give me a hundred bucks for four wheels like mm -hmm. i asking 25 bucks a wheel i don't think is a big deal and and people are like oh will you take this and it's like no dude fuck off it it's 25 bucks a wheel. Yeah. It's worth that in scrap weight. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, will you come meet me? And I was like, yeah, I'll meet you at this church. And they're like, oh, well, I, I'm all the way over here. And I'm like, then it sounds like you need to figure something out, dude, because I'm not driving out of mm -hmm. my way to then you beat me up because you're like, oh, well, you made the trip. Why wouldn't you want to part with it for 80 bucks? And it's I like, no, nah, I mean, I've reached the point in my life where I will I will drive home. Like I just, you know, like, and like the when I did finally sell the mower. The guy showed up, um, and he, I think he, he offered me 18 when he showed up, which, you know, was fair, but I was like, ah, you know, I, I really need the cash. Like I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do 19, you know, whatever. And he just, you know, just immediately said, okay. 
Like, I, and you know, and that kind of shit's okay. You know, like it's, it's not like I an just, immediate dickhead lowball offer. I can't do it, man. Either I don't know. when I'm scrolling through prices and I see something, I'm like, all right, that's a good deal. Let me, or that's an acceptable price. Or if it's not, if someone's like, oh yeah, I want $12,000 for the $6,000 item. I'm just like, keep it moving. Keep it yeah. moving. You know, I've but, gotten, I've gotten a little better about that. Like I, you know, like if something's overpriced, I just, I just move on. Like I don't even bother. There used to be a, a time where I was like, <laughs> you're going to learn today. Your shit's overpriced. Well, but like <laughs> I've got the transmission <clears throat> and I understand there's a very small market for the transmission, yeah. but, but somebody was asking about you it. And I'm, two other people. Right. right <laughs> and the guy I bought it from is buying it back from me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there was for somebody less than what you sold it to you for. I, I don't need, well, if you include inflation, yeah, way less, <laughs> but, but so a brand new transmission that would be equivalent would be like one of the TKXs. They're mm-hmm. like $3,000 and then a thousand dollars for a bell housing and then $700 for a shifter and then $600 for a drive shaft and then a clutch and a flywheel. Mm-hmm. So you're in it for six or $7,000. And some guy asked me what I want for it. And I was like, I will sell you the drive shaft that fits your car, the bell housing, the clutch, the flywheel, the transmission and the shifter for $2,000. Yeah. He's like, well, I can just buy a new one with a warranty for three. And I'm like, all right, dude, fuck off. I'm, yeah. I'm not even going to yeah. try and do, explain it to you. Do that. I, I've so I, one of the RC cars I sold recently, it's like, they're like five sixty nine new. Um, and I had it listed for like three fifty. It's in pretty good condition. I never even used it. I got it in a trade. Like it was just one of those things where like, I, I, I bought it because I knew I could eventually resell it for, but that's like a 55 cents on the dollar. Like that's not bad. So long as it's not all smashed. Yeah. Or- no, it was in really good condition, but I had, I had some, some guy offer, offer me like $200. And I was like, I was like, this thing's like five sixty nine new. And he's like, Oh, I can get, I can, or he's like, I can get a new one. And I was like, then do that. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> Like if that's your argument, go ahead. Yeah, so. I don't I don't get it, but I'm not that person. I yeah. I I am so frustrated with trying to sell anything because people are that yeah. way. And when I'm a buyer, mm-hmm. I just I've given up on buying used stuff because I see people ask like the Subaru world used to be mm-hmm. super bad about this. If a new part was three hundred dollars, the used part was two seventy five. It's yeah. like, but it's got 60,000 miles on it. They're like, we don't care. 275 or you can buy a new for 300. And I was like, well, then I'll just, I'll fucking buy a new. Yeah. And I see all these people that <clears throat> like, especially some of the, the Fox body guys are real weird. Cause some <laughs> of them are real peasants about everything. Mm-hmm. And then some of them don't hesitate to spend $30,000 on a project. Yeah. And it's funny to see guys, they're like, oh, well, you know, does anybody have a set of like pull off GT40 heads that I can, I can pick up for a reasonable price? And they want, they want 80 pounds of cast iron shipped to them shipped for free, shipped for free. And they want to pay 200 bucks for yeah. them. And it's like, dude, like, come on a, yeah. that's very basic upgrade yeah. hardly, but more. But people are then asking, they're like, oh, does anybody have another computer for sale for like cheap? And I'm like, why does every, why doesn't anyone actually buy new stuff in this group? Like these businesses that you want it, you want their products. Don't stay in business by sell, by other people selling the parts used. Go buy it brand new. Spend yeah. a little bit more money. Have all of the parts show up the first time. Yeah. Have the tech support for install. Because yeah. a lot of companies are moving towards you know, Hey, this is tech support. Hey, I need help installing this. All right. What's your order number? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't buy it from you. Okay. Well then 
who'd you buy it from? Oh, I bought it from Joe Joe Blow down the road. Okay, call Joe Blow for support. Yeah. And then they Doesn't just... That's the way it should be. I mean, to yes some and extent. no. I get yeah. it. Yeah. And um, I say that from being the guy who answers the phone and provides tech support on shit that yeah. people bought elsewhere five years ago. <laughs> but yeah. we just don't tell people no on helping yeah. them, which is well, crazy. You guys are... You guys are a smaller business than I would guess some of the bigger companies that would do something like that would be. Yeah. So. No, and it, I don't I don't blame them. And we get calls where people are like, hey, I called Ford Racing and nobody has any idea what they're doing. And I'm like, well, their parts catalog has 150,000 items in it. You expect anybody to answer the phone to be able to provide you detailed tech support on all 150,000 items? That's unreasonable. Yeah. Well, so. and, and like phone carriers, like getting tech support for your phone, like they're... And they've, they've got a bunch of years head start, but they've spent probably millions or hundreds of millions of dollars, I would guess, building the infrastructure to make sure that like their people that answer the phone have that information at their fingertips right then and there and can help yeah. you with anything that's in their catalog. <clears throat> but you and all these, some of these other like companies, they don't have that luxury to, to have that money to, to build those systems and put that shit in place. Well, in the cell phone <clears throat> carriers at that point, you even get to pass, like if you're an Apple customer, you get to mm-hmm. call Apple. Yeah. So half of their yeah. phone sales, they don't even have to deal with. Nope. So, so. I was we, fucking amazed when I worked at the the Convergence call center for on the AT&T account at like how fucking easy it was to find the answer to literally any question that <laughs> a, a customer Googler? could call you with. But effectively, it wasn't Google specifically, oh. but it was like their internal fucking Google. Well, you literally just type the fucking question into the search box and it would pop back fucking articles that explained everything you needed to do. So what you're telling me is a billion dollar company was able to identify that spending the time to make the resources readily available mm-hmm. did so because in the long run it pays for itself and time saved. Yeah. Weird I, how that works, right? Like, uh, convincing some people that that's the correct course of action. Hey, write clear instructions for the product. That way we can give them to people instead of spending hours on the phone. Yeah. My current job is good with that. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're happy to do it. They, yeah. They're all about making videos and stuff like that. But I've worked other places that were like, oh, well, you know, the, the other instructions should be good enough. And I'm like, yeah, dude, but they're not because every phone call we get is, what do I do with this? So, I mean, and I you don't get know people George. that I, <laughs> I, I've, I've sent you the email, I think, before that I'll send to people. Like, I have a whole cheat sheet made in a saved email uh-huh. that I pull over and then I delete everything they don't need off of it and send it to them because it's way faster than finding the link for everything again. Mm-hmm. And I've started sending that to people and I write them the normal email message and then, hey, here's a bunch of stuff that's on your list and here's this and here's this and I have an order I always build stuff in. Mm-hmm. And I've started getting feedback from some of the guys who are like, man, this is a lot of homework for the weekend, but I appreciate it. And then they come back, they're like, man, I know so much more than I did. Let's go ahead and get all these parts ordered. It's weird how that works. Well, I love it when people <laughs> actually utilize the resources, yeah. but then you have the guys very specifically 05 to 10 car owners <clears throat> and they <clears throat> ignore all of it. Like, literally, you answer a question, send them is, a link, and they're like, well, what about this? And it's like, that's in the link I sent you. Is the is the 05 to 10 car guy, is it is it the cheapest route into a Coyote swap? It is It is the chassis that requires the least amount of additional purchase to make it all work. There so it like, is. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to buy the engine and transmission yeah, either yeah. way. And then the number of pieces, parts you need to make it work in the 05 to 10 car is very Good very small yeah so search if you, a marketplace for an 05 to 10 mustang and then just start calling you every day asking questions get a and manual buy the parts from somewhere else <laughs> there, there <you laughs> get a manual because it'll be the 
a transmission you can I'm, use. I'm not going to do any of that. Hey, if I could find a blowed up like 05 mm-hmm. to 10 nope. GT car. If I could tra- find one already swapped and ready nah. to go and running and driving, I'd be okay. I don't want then. <laughs> well, then you just have to I'm buy not. the car. You know, one of the one of the parts of growing up for me, I, I hate that our 69th episode is turning into two old men grow up on the air. Um, but like, get off my lawn is, is recognizing that like, I just don't have the, the know-how in a lot of ways. I'm not stupid. Like I can, you know, figure it out and shit. You can Google, but I also don't have, like, I understand my limits and like, I know that that's just not a a thing for me. Like I, yeah, I I got sent one today. It said it'll only take 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then underneath of it, it says me and my buddy go into the auto parts store for the eighth time today. Yeah. And yeah. how many times have we done that? No, oh, God. Running back and forth to Ace Hardware. I've, or the parts I've ridden store. in the back of the patrol car multiple times. because It was <laughs> the only running one in the driveway it that we had to take to the parts store. So it's, I'm with you, man. Like, yeah, I keep thinking on the property, I want to build a shop Mm-mm. and I want to lift so that if I ever need it. And in the more I think about it, it's like. It'll be convenient when I need it, but it won't get used. Nope. It'll be, it'll be a nice storage facility, which yeah. is, so that's kind of where I'm at. Cause we had the back, uh, the, the shed that was out back, we had it, uh, torn down cause it's termite damage and such. Um, and it was going to fall over at some point anyway. Uh, but now that I've got a couple mowers and shit's kind of getting, you know, busy, like I looked at like a metal building and I looked at a shed and just having it dropped and like, those are all very expensive options. And like, I'm really just using it for storage. So I'm just fucking, I'm building a lean to for about $500 from Lowe's effectively. Yeah. I mean, to get myself a dry place to store things I can put, a, it'll be the same width as the slab. So like I can slap a little workbench on there to store my tools and shit. And you know, fucking. Yeah, the only benefit you'd have is if you had to get under the mower to do stuff, you could just have a way to fixed. lift the mower. I do. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to brace in a chain hoist and lift the front up on the chain hoist so I can get under it and do what I need to. Perfect. Yep. No, I want to be out. able to work on stuff, but I don't want to have to work on stuff. Man. There's there's some guys in the lawnmower group that I'm in for business owners that like they they are wealthier than others, and they have like a, a garage with a lift, and like they'll post pictures of like their mower on their lift doing oil changes and shit. I'm like, you Jeez. fucking show offs. <laughs> See, I <laughs> fucking five thousand dollar car lift with a fucking zero turn lawnmower on it. I thought lawnmowers didn't need oil. <laughs> Oh, no, no, the generator no, no. Com- compressors don't need oil. Compressors don't need oil. Yeah. Yeah, no, mowers definitely need oil. Mowers nah. have two different types of oil. Really? So I've been in a fucking mower oil rabbit <laughs> hole for a day and a half because I need to do, because there's oil in the engine and then there's oil in the hydraulic system that you steer with. Okay, that makes sense. But I need to change both of those oils in both of the mowers. But they're so both it's, different, I assume. No, they're actually all the same, which is part of the reason I bought the second mower. Because Let me rephrase that. The hydraulic fluid is different mm-hmm. than the motor oil. Nope. They no, actually call really? for a 1540 motor oil. <clears throat> nice. So I'm actually putting a 2050 in it because this is fucking Florida. And <laughs> because I don't listen to what it says. No, most well, no. The, the dealer in Orlando actually said that they actually put 2050 in everything. Really? Yeah. Just because so. it's so hot? Yep. Hmm. For commercial use and shit. I could probably get away with it because I'm not full-time commercial. Not yet. Not yet, yeah. Um, so I could probably get away with 1540 and be fine because I'm not abusing them. Like, they're they're putting 2050 in guys that are running their shit for, you know, eight to, tel- eight to 12 hours a day nonstop. 
I know Ford puts 520 in the GT factory, yeah. but if if it's a forced induction vehicle mm-hmm. or a higher performance like the the Boss or the Mach mm-hmm. or the Dark Horse or whatever, it it gets 550. Wow. So and it That's used crazy. to be it used to be all about like bearing clearances and mm-hmm. stuff would be how you'd pick your oil and and shit like that, but it, apparently nobody changes any of that anymore. They just change the no. oil and let it ride. Yeah. It's the same way in mowers. They uh they just fucking you know and the and the the heavier weight oil helps with the mowers because these are these have twenty five hundred hours on them each which Already? is the equivalent yeah yeah which is which is why I got them as cheap as I did but that's the equivalent of a car having like a hundred or hundred and fifty thousand miles so oh. like it's already kind of high mileage quote unquote so 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 everything's worn anyway yeah but I mean they're 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 commercial so they're meant to last leaps and bounds longer than something you're going to walk into Lowe's and buy. So what's the average lifespan on like one of the mowers that you bought? Um, is I mean, it like a 5,000 hour expectation? Yeah. Or? I mean, if you're, if you take care of it and, and it's maintained properly throughout its life, you could see three to 5,000 hours depending upon your maintenance and, you know, abusing it too. Cause like there's ways to abuse the mower from the <laughs> user's perspective. Yeah. Like hitting Cause it's the, not uh, a bush hog rod iron. Yeah. You know, it's not a bush hog. It's not meant to tow shit around. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, it's meant to mow grass and sticking to that will will help out. Um, you know, but four or five thousand hours isn't uncommon. Some guys are even higher than that. You know, there there's there's companies that have you know mowers with six seven thousand hours on them that they've never had to put an engine in. So, huh. and you figure if you did two full <clears throat> days on a Saturday and a Sunday, fifty hours or fifty weeks a year, you'd put a thousand hours on it. Is that right? I, I mean, we mow about eight hours a week. Oh, you need to mow more. Make more money. I mean, <laughs> I did the hourly rate conversion, which we don't get actually get paid because that's not how it works. But, um, <laughs> you know, but the hourly rate conversion was was around where it would be or should be. So, yeah, I just there's there's I, ways to make more. I just, you know, I, I, we're also kind of like up against time. Like, I don't want to give up a, another full day on my weekend. You right. Know. I just remember so. that originally the conversation was trying to transition into that as a full-time gig. More Landscaping, for, though. That's where the money's at. And Christmas lights, apparently. Yeah. And Christmas. <laughs> fucking Christmas lights. I, I just need my gutters up. done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I need to do them, but... Well, I mean, we can get them knocked out. Nah. Fuck. The ones what else we got to talk about? We're fucking talking about old man shit here. <laughs> I'll talk about my every, work for a Every vagina that was listening to this is dried up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jen. <laughs> um, the so you know that I I sit in a different part of the house for mm-hmm. uh, for the podcast than I do for my work, mm-hmm. and I use the same laptop. Thank you, by the way. You're welcome. And uh, when I've got to move all the wiring and stuff over here, I've got to unplug it from the power strip that's over mm-hmm. there. And my my work phone, my my VOIP phone, mm-hmm. is is hooked up to that same power strip, but. If you bump it, it'll turn itself off and come back on. And then I lose all of the missed calls. Like it's oh, like resetting no. it because it's, yeah, it's tracked locally yeah. on the phone. <laughs> so I looked at the day and I'm like, that feels like a record high number. I need to be careful moving the power strip. <laughs> it's like 340 something missed calls. Christ. That's insane. It's, it's I think wild. It, you've too. only sent me in the 200s. Yeah. I, I thought it reset at 255. Like in, instead of going yeah. to 256, it reset. Mm-hmm. It is at like 340 something. So we'll see how high it goes nice. if I can manage to not bump it later. That's awesome. <sighs> well, for 
for you or for your company, not for you. Well, yeah. it's not, if you're missing the calls, it's not good for your company. It's <laughs> we're busy, man. I mean, yeah. it. The last month was a little slow, but I was out for two weeks, mm-hmm. so there was not there was two weeks where we had one less person, and then um, outside of that, one of the other guys was gone for a week, so we were a little short staffed, mm-hmm. but we. We are busy. The sales numbers are where they're, they're supposed to be. And <clears throat> I, I moved over to a salary position instead of a commission position because I'm handling so much tech support. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I handle a lot of long calls where someone's like, hey, I've got a quick question. And then 28 minutes later, you know, that quick question is over. <laughs> At least the guys that are calling to have a conversation about their cars and want a parts list. I have a basic five to ten minute conversation, get all their contact info and say, let me send you some stuff and then we'll talk about it. And then I send them that template that I told you I made mm-hmm. and it just, it makes it a lot faster. And I've yeah. made master templates for, if you have a 66 to 77 Bronco, here's all the parts you need Damn. type deal. Smart. Yeah. Just stay after work for two hours and get it done. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, it saves me time in the long run. So yeah, I used to, I used to think like that too, <laughs> but there'll be days where I don't have a phone call until <laughs> 11 and I'm like, is anybody getting indicted today? What's Maybe. the new meme? And then you start sending me fucking 37 Reddit threads. Yep. Never acknowledge any of them. No, I'm going to acknowledge some of them. I, I look at all of them. At least okay. a preview and read the title and figure out if it's something I want to click on. Well, I normally give you so. a cliff note suit. I'm like, don't even worry mm-hmm. about it. Just read the title. Yeah, you know me too well. Yeah. That's so. why you're my heterosexual life mate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So what else, what's, what's on your list? What you got? That'd be something cooler than what we've talked about so far. <laughs> no, but the 69th episode is trash, in my opinion, so far. Oh man, maybe the 69th episode <clears throat> is trash or treasure. <laughs> it might be. Uh, no, I, it was my my record breaking missed calls. Hmm. Been looking for a new office chair. Slow news week. <laughs> yeah, um, Ashley and I did have the conversation, and it comes back to like your and I's uh, bracket list of television shows, almost. Uh-huh. So. I've run bars before and you've hung out in bars before. Uh (laughs) If you had a bunch of TVs and you were going to play a show instead of sports, because everyone understands sports goes on TV. Is there any particular show or shows you would just let run essentially continuously on the TV? You know, let's just say as a captions on or off. You can have the captions on. I mean, it doesn't have to be a noisy bar to where you have 10 TVs with 10 different programs on and yeah. they're all audio on. Yeah. But the idea would be, like, if you pick Letterkenny, one of the TVs could run Letterkenny from episode one through the most recent episode, and then it just loops. Or if you wanted to put all five shows on, on each TV and they just alternate to whatever they're doing, that's fine, too. I just didn't know if you could yeah. come up with any... I mean, it would definitely have to be... It'd, it'd be shows in the same vein as Letterkenny, Parks and Rec, The Office. Um, even though I've not seen any of it, I assume that It's Always Sunny would fit into that same thing where, you know, it'd probably be shows in that vein specifically. Uh, the first thing that popped into my head, and I've not seen a ton of it, but I've seen enough to know that I like it, is like Parks and Rec would be hysterical to throw up there. I've never um, really watched that show. But I love Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza, so. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know, I can't think of anything other than that one. Like, I think there's a bunch that pop into my head, but like, that was the immediate thought. I was like, I would love to fucking walk into a bar and see Parks and Rec up on TV. <laughs> okay. So 
the the ones that seem easy are South Park, mm-hmm. Family Guy, yeah, Family Guy, yeah. The it's always sunny. Letter Kenny. You could maybe do like a street cartoon TV and have it loop in and out of Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers. You know all yeah. the typical adult cartoons. And you'd have a huge library of stuff to just loop. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you could the, fucking you could go months without watching the same episode twice. Just on the was, Simpsons alone. There was a bar in Savannah like that called Jinx. Hmm. JYN. That'd be pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily care about watching sports like I especially like while I'm at a bar or whatever, but I you know. I know when we when I go to Da Vinci on Wednesdays, like if there's something on, I'm, I'm barely paying attention to it. You know, like they'll usually have something up on the big screen on the back of the stage, like whatever major sporting events going on. And I literally don't even fucking pay attention to it. Well, yeah, it's a social event. I just yeah. know some people like to have something going on in the background. And yeah. if you're a bar fly, you know, you're not necessarily socializing the whole time you're hanging out to drink. No. Yeah. We we went to a bar for lunch <clears throat> on Saturday that was supposed to be having a charity event. Um, for the rescue that we got Lou from. Mm-hmm. And they ended up having a last-minute cancellation, but we still went up there and grabbed lunch. And where I was sitting, I was able to see uh, two Indiana Jones movies. Nice. So I was like, okay, I'll watch this. Raiders yeah, of the Lost yeah. Ark. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of... Like, I, I, don't, I don't... Like, it wouldn't... I'm sure there are people out there that would be put off by walking into a bar and sports not being on TV. Right. It'd be like, oh, where's the where's the football game? <laughs> like, you know, and if it's not Sunday afternoon, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Where's the <laughs> sports fuck out of my ball? Bar. Yeah. If, it, if, it, if it's Saturday or Sunday afternoon, then sure, sports ball needs to be on TV. Oh, well, if it's Saturday morning, we need to watch the cartoons. The Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Do they still do that? No, I don't know. It's, fuck cartoons are weird. I'm They're never up really enough to now. watch them. Yeah, I mean... I've never really gone looking for cartoons, but I just, the the few times I did in previous years, like they're all like anime shit and things like that. And like, I'm just never got into it, man. This guy calls it anime and shit. And there's like a billion <clears throat> fans worldwide of it. Oh, losing their fucking mind right now too. You motherfucker. <laughs> listen, all billion of them need to listen to the podcast. Yeah. And complain. <laughs> for I will take those complaints. Um, yeah. It, speaking of podcasts. Oh boy. Do you. And I know you don't have a TikTok specifically, but like, do you see, does Ashley show you like, or does she get clips of like podcasts in her feed? Uh, not that I can. Okay. Very rarely will she get a podcast clip that she shows me like mm-hmm. the, the guy who was saying that he went to a friend's house for avocado toast, like to have br- brunch with a buddy and the, he was going to have avocado toast and all he got was like some wheat bread with avocado on it and he didn't understand and come to find out the guy um, thought wheat bread and toast were the same. Yeah. Uh, but so, so like I see some stuff like that, but not a whole lot of podcast stuff. Yeah. So I'm getting ready to send you an article via the, the textical messages. Um, this girl, her name's Bobby, B-O-B-B-I. And she, she has a podcast and she, it constantly pops up in my feed. Um, but she's got like this, her, her delivery is like very deadpan, you know, and she'll, she's interviewing like these major stars, like the one that popped up recently, the articles about the Drake one she did, but the the one that stuck to me is she interviewed Mark Cuban okay. and she just dead ass asked Mark Cuban. She's like, what's your social security number? <laughs> 
And he rattled off a number, uh, like a group of numbers, and she's like, oh, shit, what's the last four of your bank account? And, like, that's funny. she's very deadpan, very serious, and, like, she's not, that's not her normal, like, she's, like, the character she's playing for the podcast, like, this, you know, she asked, like, super uncomfortable questions, like, she tried to make Drake talk about his son, like, it was like, oh, when's your son's birthday? And he's like, why? But, like, she's sitting, like... Like with the Mark Cuban interview, they're like sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor of like an empty room. And with Drake, they're like sitting in the bed under the covers and shit. Okay. So like it, it's it's a weird interview. It's a it's, between it's a two very, ferns type of. It, it is a very between two ferns type of interview, but I, I don't like it and I just don't know why. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't fucking, I don't know why I don't like it. So there's a comedian, uh, Tig Notaro, mm-hmm. I think is her name. And she... She openly admits that, you know, while she's a stand-up comedian, she doesn't watch movies or TV. Mm-hmm. So, like, she doesn't know who stars are. So, there was a, a show where they would have her interview somebody, and she'd have no idea who they were. But the viewers would know who they were because it's, like, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Or Jim Carrey. Or yeah. it's someone known, and she's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know how to handle it. She's like, I don't understand what this question well, means. And so, I think maybe, so I think that would be funny. Especially if she does legitimately doesn't know who the person she's interviewing is. Right. I think what pisses me off, and now that you've said that, it makes a little bit more sense to me, that she very clearly knows who these people are, and like it's just kind of like a skit or an act, and I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't, maybe that's why I don't like it. There's, I mean, that's how the whole Borat or whatever, whatever yeah. character Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. plays does but it. He's, he was doing things for good, though. Well, the wildest part to me is a lot of the skits that he's doing, the mm-hmm. other people are not in on. Yeah. So, like, he had a whole show on Showtime or, or HBO or something where he went around and interviewed people and got in, like, a whole legal thing because mm-hmm. he essentially got a senator or a, a congressman to say he was a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were suing him so he couldn't show it. And he's like, I'm going to show it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, for real. Sue me. But once it's out there, you're fucked anyway. His wife has, in interviews, talked about how he he doesn't understand social norms. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll just ask someone about their penis mm-hmm. <laughs> randomly. And he's not just doing it to be a jerk or a jackass. Yeah. Like, they'll be in a conversation. He'll be like, oh, well, are you circumcised? Or, and it's like, that's not an appropriate conversation. He's like, why? <laughs> did just you hear, uh, speaking, sorry, speaking of podcasts, did you hear that uh, Bert Kreischer and Joe Rogan are beefing? No, I, I'll be honest with you, man. I think Kreischer's okay. Um, I thought Segura was a lot funnier when I first saw Segura. And now I just feel like Segura is kind of an arrogant asshole. And I just, I can't, I can't get into it. <laughs> um, hang on. Uh, apparently it's not Joe Rogan. It's some other guy named Joe List. Oh, I don't even know who the fuck Joe List is. What the fuck? Never mind. Yeah, look I saw at a you. clip it's of it Joey on the Tiki Taki. I, I saw a clip of it on the Tiki Taki where Theo Vaughn said it like out loud. Also, I don't like Theo Vaughn. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion or not. That guy's a, a fucking. I don't think I don't think Theo Vaughn's funny. I think he's racist. I think he's probably he's very. He is a funny Kid Rock. Is the vibe I get from him. Like he's Kid Rock. If Kid Rock had a sense of humor, Bobby quoted him. Theo Vaughn the other day about we're not racist but sometimes we let it fly in traffic and it's like well that's still racist yeah, absolutely and, and while I understand comedians will do a bit 
Yeah. And it, it made a, like Bill Burr. I can't imagine Bill Burr at home every day is the character Bill Burr is on stage. No, probably not. Um, but so it may just be a bit, but I, I have, I have a hard time cheering on a pretend racist. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I have a hard time cheering yeah. on a real racist. Yeah. Well, yes, I, 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 um, I, I feel like I, I've not said that out loud to anybody else that I don't like Theo Vaughn until now. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it would be a very unpopular opinion. It depends on who you say it to. That's true. That's true. I don't know. It's I, like Dave Portnoy. Like, I don't like Dave Portnoy. The guy that owns the school. The, oh, the one but, bite everybody knows the rules guy. But I feel like the people who like one of those items likes the other. That's true. Yeah, like their fans probably cross over pretty heavily. You have the same target audience that you're yeah, disagreeing sure. with. I watched a, I watched something today where like one of the pizza shops he went to, like when he first started doing the one bite everybody knows the rule thing, they were like, "Did you see any like uptick or anything like that?" And he's like, "Cause he, they gave the guy like a almost an eight, a score of eight on the one to ten for the for the pizza. So that's you know, uh, and I, I guess the video got in the first like week or something, and it got like a million views. And he's like, "I didn't see a single thing." <laughs> He's like, my business did not change at all after that. He's like, so he's not even really doing anybody any favors, even though he tries to claim that he is. I was like, that seems like some real Dave Portnoy shit. The the budget version of Bar Rescue? Yeah. Like absolutely. where they actually have an I advertising fucking, budget and draw know, people in. And I fucking liked that guy until I listened to some podcasts with him. He's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> is, is he the juiced out steroided guy or is that... There's so there's a couple shows that are all kind of the same. There's the Welcome to TV in America. Yeah, but like the um the British chef that calls everyone like a a dumb sandwich and stuff That's like that. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay has a show and we like watching his show where he goes in these I like Gordon Ramsay. But then there was another guy that wears like glasses and he's very muscular and he's less confident than that guy, but he's still kind of a dick. And I'll have to look it up. The bar rescue guy is uh, John Taffer. And he's, I guess he's like operated a bunch of bars and shit. Um, you know, and, and fairly, you know, I guess good at what he does, you know, for whatever reason. You know, he's he's successful, I guess. Um, but like I, I just, out on the show, he's one person and he's easy to kind of like, like and shit. And then you get him out into the fucking public on like podcasts and doing interviews and shit. And he's just a giant piece of shit and hates people. <laughs> Restaurant Impossible is the one. Oh, I was that's a uh, Robert Irvine. Don't fucking talk shit about Robert Irvine. I'll fucking punch you right straight in your shit, bro. Good luck. That's my dog. I like that, Robert Irvine more than I like pretty much any of the other ones. He's the, one of my favorites. The dude's in, in definitely. All seriousness. Okay. The dude's definitely juicing. Oh, probably. Yeah. So that wouldn't surprise me. I Robert Irvine does a it. very bar rescue thing. Actually, bar rescue is probably ripped off from Restaurant Impossible because I think Restaurant Impossible has been around much longer. 2011. Yeah, and I don't bar rescue or Restaurant Impossible. Restaurant Impossible. Okay. I don't Please. know. I think bar rescue started after that, but I don't. I don't know for sure. Um, but like Robert Irvine, like legit gives a shit about the people that he's right. helping. So Bar Rescue is also 2011. Oh, maybe they were from the same person. And they were just like, let's take two different paths with this. It may be. I mean, I I like Gordon Ramsay's show. Yeah. He used I, to do a show like that, too, before. That was one of the yeah. first shows he did. And that's the one. Kitchen Nightmares yeah. You was his fucking show. Muppet. Yes. <laughs> I love when British people call people Muppets. It makes me laugh. It, I think that's probably my favorite insult that James May has handed mm -hmm. out before. He's like, you Muppet. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, that and threatening to machete Clarkson yeah. to death. Well, while we're on the TV, uh oh, you want to jump into Dean's list? Ooh, I was expecting Trash or Treasure, but no, yeah, Dean's list no, is dumb. the Trash or Treasure has nothing to do with uh, movies or TV or food. So, yeah. I have a question about Medine's list before I get into it. I should have asked you this before we started recording, but fine. <laughs> I know the, a little the behind list, the scenes. I know the list I've picked, um, we've talked about at least once or twice in little like aspects of it. Okay. So if I if we've talked about it and like done a Dean's list of this before, let me know. I've got a backed up <laughs> Dean's list and I can cut this out and make it work. We'll find out. All right. So my top five list for this week, which is Dean's list. Top five. Dean's list. It can be anything. Food, movies, TV, music, dogs, cats. We don't give a fuck. Top five. How do they even know? Bottom five. Could be the five worst. That's true. Five movies that you stop and watch no matter what you're doing or what kind of time you have every time they're on. Like literally, if you're if you're scrolling through, just looking for something to watch, bored. Five movies that you'll watch every time. Also, thanks to my wife for this topic idea. I don't think we've done this. Oh, I know we've talked about a few of the ones on my list, and I've mentioned that I will stop and watch them every time they're on, no matter what. I just know we. I don't think we had talked about all five. I couldn't remember if we did like a full topic on it. Now, is this like you're walking through the room and it happens to be on, and you're like, "I'll watch until the next commercial break," or is this like I had plans thing. today? <laughs> both, but it's, okay. Some of, some of my list are both. That's there was a before you get started. There was a, mm-hmm. a joke. It said, "I went to the doctor's office and sat in the waiting room with Jurassic Park on." with one other person and we both watched until it was over and I was an hour late to my appointment because the doctor wasn't ready and then he stands up and he goes all right I'll see you now and it was the doctor (laughs) watching Jurassic Park with me that's fucking funny uh fuck uh all right so my number five movie that I'll watch every time it's on Shawshank Redemption okay every time now is this going to overlap with favorite movies or is no no, because no, okay. some of my favorite movies, I, I wouldn't just like stop and watch. I okay. don't think if that makes sense. I know that does probably doesn't make a ton of sense. No, but it, it, it does to me. Number four, the original Fast and Furious. Got to be number one. Really? Got to be the original. I'll fucking watch it every time. <laughs> the buster kept me out of handcuffs. <laughs> fucking just shift <laughs> So bad. The it more is. I learned so about cars, the worse yeah, it was. Absolutely. I didn't know near as much about cars as I do now. And I fucking like I was like I like I didn't get the fucking ten shift thing in the first drag race. Like, <laughs> like I didn't when I first watched the movie, shit didn't make the lick of fucking sense to me. I was like, fuck yeah, I want a fast car now. <laughs> I was doing burnouts in mom's minivan at the mall. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. No me and the mad scientist gotta tear the engine <laughs> down to change a piston rate you fried. <laughs> Two J Z. No shit. Uh, that was four. <laughs> Number three is The Outsiders. Like with uh, the not Karate the, Kid? Not the sci-fi one. The one about like the greasers. Yeah. Stay Gold Pony Boy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I forgot, I forgot that Ralph Macchio or whatever was in that. That's, yeah. Yeah. I feel so, like there's... That was... For whatever reason, I don't know, like even when I read the book in middle school, because I think it was when we had to read it, it was middle school. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Florida Probably educational not. standards well, have gotten rid of that. Well, I don't know. That. That, one's, 
That one's got a lot of violence and shit in it, so they may keep that one. There's a little done, bit of racism. I'll tell you. I'll tell you about something incredible they just took out of Florida schools. Um, right, Patrick so Swayze's in that. Matt oh, Dillon, right, Rob yeah. Lowe, Emilio yeah. Estevez, Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's got a star-studded cast. God dang! But I will every time. I will watch it every fucking time. Uh, huh. Interesting. Number two. This might be a bit of a surprise. The Longest Yard. But the, the Adam uh, Sandler one. Okay. Okay. I was going to say the original or, or the Adam Sandler? No, the one with Nelly in it. <laughs> God. Every fucking time. Every time it's on, I'm fucking, I just stop. I'm done for the day. That boy We're is fast this, and he ain't even go. got shoes. <laughs> uh, Chewing and, on a toothpick. And my number one uh, uh, movie that I watch. Every I think time I know this. Do you? Yes. Robin Hood Men in Tights. No, actually. I really? uh, Yeah. And, and maybe it's because it's not going to be on TV often. Okay. That's why I don't, because I, you know, like I also own it in DVD format and I own the digital copy on my Apple movie. So like I can, okay. uh No, my number one is uh, Fight Club. Really? Every time it's on. The actually the first like ten times I watched Fight Club, I never got to see it in its entirety, so I never actually understood the story because I I was missing so much. Like I would catch just the beginning or just the middle or just the end, and like I couldn't ever put the whole fucking movie together. It's <laughs> so, like the first ten times I watched it, like I did not get the ending at all. I was fucking dumbfounded. Huh. And then once I saw it in its entirety and was able to put the whole story together, I was like, this thing is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> Click. Yeah. <laughs> Boop. That's funny. Top floor. So Napoleon Dynamite went that way for me because it came out <clears throat> when when drinking was a, a competitive event. Mm-hmm. So anytime it was on TV, I would only remember bits and pieces from it because I was drinking or partying or whatever. Yep. So the time, every time I watched it, I was like, "This is new." <laughs> yeah, for probably ten times. Yep. But man, I don't uh. know that I have. I'd have to really think about that list to come up with one for me. It took me like I it took me a little bit like I I actually had to put some thought into this one. It wasn't like fast food where I could just make it up on the fly or snack (laughs) cakes. The things I love. Well, so that's because you're more familiar with those things. I I mean, you lived with me. I had the wall of DVDs and my Mm -hmm. my thing was he who dies with the most DVDs wins. And I think my dad both. When I think, I think when I ended up moving out of that house, I had something like 380 or 400 movies on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, they're all out in the garage in a box and haven't been used. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a good. Yeah, actually, much. some of them might be worth some money. Like you yeah. have to dig through them, but yeah, there. Some people there are certain titles that are sought after. Really? So, yeah, because they're hard to find. I mean, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and and then most of the shit that I like to watch isn't usually on TV. Like the Boondock Saints, you're not. Yeah. You'll find it on St. Patty's Day on certain things, but it's not yeah. in its full. Or, yep. So. Well, and that's the other thing is is getting it in its entirety and as close to unedited as possible, which is a little bit more difficult for movies like Fast and Furious and shit like that. They're usually not on late at night, and they've got sixty five commercial breaks. And- yeah, yeah. And then with like with Fight Club, like if you you know if I catch it on like HBO or something, then you know I'm gonna get it in its entirety. Whereas if I catch it on like TBS, I'm gonna get you know a severely edited version. <laughs> so. And then the final speculation on Fight Club is that all of the characters are the same person. So not so not just Ed Norton and Brad Pitt, but also yeah. the female character yeah. that I can't remember the name of. Uh, the one that he was banging. 
Yeah, Tim name. Burton's wife. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I don't glean that from it, but. I mean, there was even speculation at one point that like Meatloaf and the other characters are all just fractured portions of Edward Norton's personality. Hmm. So that like there was that never really anybody in the Fight Club. It was, it was all, all just him. It was all just him in his head. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that. about all yeah. that, but yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, it's a good so. movie. I yeah, I really like really it. Movie. Yeah, it's and a, Brad Pitt's it's, hot. I mean, is, yeah. it's hard that, to argue with how tot, totes bang him. So, <laughs> who do you think would, would win in a fight? <laughs> so we'll be like we're twelve. Fight Club, Brad Pitt, or American History X, Ed Norton. American History X, Ed Norton. That man's unstoppable after the curb stomp thing. Unstoppable. <laughs> like I, I, that scene sold me on Ed Norton being as good of an actor. Like that was how I figured out he was as good of an actor as he is. I think the that movie ends up being a lot better as I'm older because like I thought it was great when I was young, but when I when I take the time to look at it as a little bit more than just a movie on surface value, like that, what it's actually trying to explore and mm-hmm. stuff like that, I think it's far better. Than, yeah. than I used to think it was. Yeah. I had a different... I looked at it differently when I was younger, too, than I do now. Like, I I, I think that... Like, I... I tried to identify with it more when I was younger. And I don't know, you know, why. I don't know. I guess it was kind of the environment that I sort of tried to not grow up in, but... Right. Grew up adjacent to, I guess. So... um which was so I, it was it was weird. I don't know, but all right. Well, we ended up on a good spot. <laughs> yes, this we can roll right into Treasure Treasure with this one, buddy. Sure, because Treasure Treasure is kind of along these lines. Trash, 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 treasure, 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 treasure. What is trash or treasure, Mike trash, himself? Trash or treasure is where Travis and I, uh, one of us picks a person, and. Tells you all the good or horrible things they've done. Uh, tells you a little bit about themselves and their family. Uh, gives you a little hints and clues to who they might be. And the other person's got to guess. And uh, if you guess, you don't win a prize. But, you know, bragging rights. <laughs> you get to I listen guess. to another episode. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> so, um, I'm going to jump on in. All right. Our, our treasure treasure this week. Uh, was born in July of 1863. He had two brothers. Is it Gandalf? Yeah, <laughs> it is Gandalf. Had two brothers and two sisters. Never actually went to high school, but did take some bookkeeping, bookkeeping classes at the community college. Uh, when he was 12, his dad gave him a pocket watch that, oh, he, that he disassembled um, and learned to put back together. And by 15 had become to be known as like a watch repairman around his town and was like taking watches apart for friends and fixing them and, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, in 18, 1879, uh, he left home to go to the big city and be a machinist. Uh, but in 1882, after his mother passed, he returned to the farm and got really good at fixing steam engine equipment and was later hired by Westinghouse to service their steam engines. Ooh. Yep. And got married in 1888, had one daughter, and supported the family initially by farming and running a sawmill on the farm. Hmm. 
1893, he was hired to be the chief engineer for Edison Lightbulb Company. Oh, man, I think I know who it is, but I don't want to say it yet. Okay, that's fine. Let that ride. Um, give me two seconds. Let me. I put some stuff in the middle of no, this. No, go for it. I'm I getting... Won't. Well, no, I need to scroll to a different part of my, my list. Uh, to the bad, or good, depending upon... You know, I think it's... You know, I'm not going to give my opinion yet, but... Um, he was a conspiracy theorist. He actually funded square dancing in schools because he hated jazz. <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize jazz was that old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, f- in 1919, he purchased his hometown newspaper. Uh, about a year and a half later, began publishing a series of articles in the paper under his own name, claiming a vast Jewish conspiracy was affecting America. Um, <laughs> Sorry. This this guy was a bus- <laughs> this guy was a business owner, and at this point, when once he had bought the newspaper, um, he had multiple franchises of the business that he started. And every franchise was required to carry and display the paper as well as give it to the customers of the, the franchise locations. Huh. So it's not Henry Ford. It is Henry Ford. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. shit. I said that you thinking it wasn't true. <laughs> no, it is. What franchise did he own? Ford. Just, I just, Ford. It was just oh, the, all the okay, dealerships. Okay, dealerships. Got it. Okay. So, the, so keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Um, so... The only way that the the stories that he was printing in the paper that he owned, he actually also had printed into a book and then licensed that book worldwide. The book is still banned today in Germany um, because they were so anti-Jewish. He did try to apologize uh, years later. Yeah, um, after losing. Yeah, after after the the war. he was a, a Nazi sympathizer, wasn't he? He was, absolutely. He was part yeah. of the American Nazi so, movement uh, or whatever. A libel lawsuit was brought by a San Francisco lawyer and Jewish farm cooperative organizer in response to his anti-Semitic remarks and led Ford to close the Independent in December of 27. News reports at the time quoted him as saying he was shocked by the content and unaware of its nature. During the trial, the editor of Ford's own page, William Cameron testified that Ford had nothing to do with the editorials, even though they were under his byline. That is some Ron Paul shit right there. <laughs> that is uh, somebody getting hit by the bus. In July of 1938, the German consul in Cleveland gave Ford on his 75th birthday the award of the Grand Cross of the German Eagle, the highest medal Nazi Germany could bestow on a foreigner. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the book that all of his writings, once it was put into a book, it was called the international Jew. The distribution of the international Jew was halted in 1940 through 1942 through legal action by Ford, <laughs> despite complications from a lack of his copywriting of the materials. <laughs> uh, it's still banned in Germany. Extremist groups often recycle and recycle the material. Is, and they, is that something that we can, like if we wanted a copy of to read and to see how ridiculously jacked up it was, we could actually get a copy I would assume so. It's not something I would feel comfortable Googling in this world. I don't want to end up on a list <laughs> that I'm not currently on. Right. I'm sure I'm it, on some lists, but... It says the guy who hands out the Communist Manifesto to community yeah. book boxes. God damn, you, you wait till Halloween gets here, motherfucker. You're going to oh, give them out? Buddy, I'm going to give out the Communist Manifesto <laughs> as part of the Halloween candy bags. Oh, God, um, that'd be fantastic. So, some of, so, but here's my problem with Henry Ford, and, it, and I'll say right now that he's trash because there's no coming back from the anti-Semitism, but... Um, you, don't, you you think someone can come back from being a murderer or a rapist and no. still recover to being not trash? 
but they can't come back from that. When did I say that? I thought when we had talked about it before that the, if someone was repentant for it and seemed sincerely so and made a lifetime effort to do good, that they could, (laughs) they could get back in our, our treasure graces instead of our trash graces. No, I don't, I don't feel like that's what I said, but maybe I did. I don't know. I mean, I probably would have disagreed with you then too. (laughs) Um, so there were Henry Ford did do some good things, um, but mainly in manufacturing and in um, the automobile sector. Obviously, you know, with him creating the first vehicle that you know most middle class Americans and, could afford. Um, and because at the time there were vehicles, there were vehicles before his, right? But they were expensive. And they were for the, the rich and, you know, it was a luxury thing. It wasn't a, you know, anybody could have one of these things. And the Model T changed that. And they were, prior to that, they were more or less built one at a time, start to finish, instead yeah. of being an assembly line that's modular like mm-hmm. he came up with. So, in, in, and I didn't realize this. I, I knew he um, was very stern in wanting high wages for the employees and believed that a, a well-compensated workforce allowed him to create a better product. Right, he which I think is empl- a weird line to walk with anti-Semitism and being a Nazi sympathizer. But <laughs> I digress. Well, he wanted his employees to be able to afford to purchase and be seen in the products they mm-hmm. make. Yeah, um, um, and that's where the assembly line came in. But but keeping wages high for his workers, and he also was very um, militant about making sure that he cut costs wherever he could, and that there was as little waste as possible. Because he didn't want the cars to go up in price. Like, he wanted to keep, you know, prices as low as he could while also paying people as much as he could, you know, to be able to afford the things. Which makes me wonder where Ford went wrong. <laughs> like, when when was the fucking the trend away from that for them? Well, at the, at the risk of saying something stupid, the Hitler also had a similar thought process on automobiles for the masses. That's where the Volkswagen Beetle came from. It, he you know, yeah. got with Ferdinand Porsche and said, I need you to build a car that's affordable and all the people can afford because I want people to have them yeah. or have access to them. And I think before losing their minds on certain things, um, there are some good ideas, but they're not worth mentioning that that person had good ideas too yeah. because then you, you're, you're <clears throat> taking away from the terrible things they did. Yeah. But, but yeah, for Ford to believe the employees should make a, a good wage, not just a livable wage, a good wage. They should be able to afford the luxury that is the car. They should be able to be seen in the product. Like, mm-hmm. I think those are all fantastic. The, the hatred of any group of people to the point you believe in their extermination uh, for something they can't control, yeah. I think, is is terrible no matter what it is. And I'd be curious to have seen how Henry Ford felt when the war powers act went into place and all of the manufacturing in the United States stopped being for profit necessarily and got Mm -hmm. diverted towards war efforts. And now his company is building weapons of war to use against the Nazis in Germany. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't look that far into it. it. No. And and I don't think about that kind of stuff except now we're talking about it. Yeah. I was going to say, you don't think about it. You're thinking about it right now, sir. But, but yeah, I mean, he uh, clearly had a huge impact on, humanity they're actually um, ford's the pine he and ford are the pioneers of the five-day work week which i did not realize henry ford is yep yep they're they're 
and he was i mean i don't some i've read i read several different articles some of them credit him as a pioneer of international consumerism whereas like, like exporting he, stuff well have ford ford being an international company oh okay it wasn't as commonplace and obviously as it is today that's a given but like it was he was one of the early people that had a vision to take a, a company and make it international hmm. like his goal from the very beginning was to sell fords all over the world okay like that was in his in, in his original plans was to have a ford dealership on other continents interesting so. That's a very ambitious starting point. Yeah, especially in the what nineteen eight, you know, early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, so. I mean, we just had the hundredth anniversary of Ford stuff mm-hmm. in the last decade. So. Yeah. so, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's trash, trash. too. Yeah, trash, 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 <laughs> the, trash. The I, I just can't get over like the the impact that's there from from making the Ford stuff and yeah. like there was. And I know it's not really taught, and now in, in Florida, it's going to be taught even less if mm-hmm. you had an AP history teacher that would have taught it. But, like, there's video and pictures and stuff of Madison Square Garden packed out with, like, 30,000 people in attendance of, of the U.S. Nazi Party. Yeah. And, like, swastikas hanging and, you know, Iron Eagles and all kinds mm-hmm. of other shit. And it's like, this was a legitimate movement at one yeah. point in this country. It wasn't just isolated to to hitler in germany it wasn't a small movement even there and it's it's crazy some of the the shit that they're talking about pulling out of schools uh prager you prager you just wrote a a whole thing about like frederick Douglass and stuff and and is essentially making a soft jab at calling him and some other human rights person i forgot their name i read it earlier drawing a parallel between like the blm riots quote unquote and what they did then because someone burned a copy of the constitution to to show that it was originally written without concern for equal rights to everybody but but didn't like go damage anything or do anything like that's their quote unquote violence and not talking about the violence against people who were abolitionists you know like killing them and hanging them and shooting them and burning down their homes and shit like that and Florida is going to, if you think of the greatest writer of all time, the single writer, everybody who goes to school knows the name of anybody who's watched a play or a movie. Oh, or, Shakespeare. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I drew a blank for a second. <laughs> they're pulling Shakespeare out of school. Yeah. I, I saw something that they're, they're not pulling it entirely, but they're, they have, to, they can only teach certain sections of it. Like, that's wild yeah the especially for high school kids come on man like man. it sound like dark brain in here come on man come on man it's chocolate it, chocolate chip man come on it just it's it's mind-blowing to think that these 17 year old tiny babies can't handle this this scene where they they're not graphic about sex but in 10 days they can they can make that decision to read it yeah. it, it just fucking it's, it's, it's infuriating, and I don't have kids, but yeah, it's infuriating. No. Well, but it, it should be infuriating, especially if you don't have kids, because whether you had kids or not, kids are the future. And if you're not investing in them now, they're not going to be worth a fuck later. Yeah, I mean, it, that definitely comes back to the argument, to the question I ask people who are very anti-affordable education or anti-free upper education. Mm-hmm. And I, I ask them, what is... Give me one reason why a 
educated populace is worse than an uneducated populace. Like, how are we doing ourselves an injustice by allowing people to gain knowledge and be better contributors to society? Yeah, we're not. <laughs> They'll usually it, ignore you or make some shit up or, yeah. you know, then it indoctrination. <laughs> Watch socialism. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Got it. You can't even define socialism. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into all that. That's a no, whole yeah, yeah. episode. I, you know, I'm just so <laughs> like, I'd love to leave Florida and just be gone for good. Like there's gotta be a bunch of better places to live. The, you know, like, I it agree. Just, <laughs> fuck man. It's, it's one of those things, man. Like, so obviously the argument on the interwebs is, well, if you don't like it where you live, just leave when Roe versus yeah. Wade got overturned right. and, and abortion yeah. clearly was getting outlawed. Yeah. People are like, Oh, well, if you don't like it, just leave. And it's like, yeah. but that's, that's not how it works. Well, in especially a lot of the people that are going to have the biggest complaints or, or going to be impacted by decisions made by States are the yeah. ones who don't have the financial means to leave. Yeah, they didn't have and, the financial means to fight this from the get go. Right. And, and I will say that you and your wife and me and my wife are in a little bit better financial mm -hmm. place to make we, a decision. We to, have, if I needed to, we could leave tomorrow. Right. And not think twice about it. We, and we could financially, but yeah. there's a lot of things that weigh into that decision. Mm -hmm. Our families are here. Our pets yeah. are here. We, yeah. we live on property. We have a house. Like we would have yeah. to, we would have to commit to giving all of that up, packing mm -hmm. up and leaving. Yeah. Now, in an emergency, a hurricane or fires yeah. or whatever, like that's not the, it's not a big deal, but you're not just going to elect to give up all these things and say, fuck it. They can just rot. We'll figure it out. Fuck yeah. them goats. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's the conversation we run into with people about leaving the country. Like yeah. Ashley and I are, have already, you know, anytime we travel, we're like, what would mm -hmm. it be like to live here? What would it cost? What's the average cost of living? What do we have yeah. to make a week? Whatever it is. And it's an unrealistic thing to even think about because let's just say we we found a score in Iceland because mm -hmm. I think that's the prettiest place I've ever been. I still have goats I have to figure out what to do with. I've got dogs that can't come with us for six months mm -hmm. because they have to go through an international screening process and be quarantined. So like, and then we can only be there six months at a time. Yeah. So like we would go, wait six months, the dogs would be allowed in, we'd have to come back. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, and that's even, again, being in a position to where we can go somewhere else. Yeah. So telling yeah, people that that legitimately like when they're like, oh, we'll just go get an abortion somewhere else, some other country. OK, well, now they need to get there. They mm -hmm. need to have room and board. It's typically not a same day thing. They have to have travel from the airport to their accommodations, accommodations to the clinic, clinic back mm -hmm. to the accommodations, back to the airport. So like it's not just as simple as going to the Burger King instead of the McDonald's. Yeah. And that's by design. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's by design. So it, it just it fucking it drives me bananas when people we know take the standpoint of fuck them. <laughs> and I'm with you, man. man like fuck them is like, like fuck them is the easiest way to get me to like, never speak to you again. Like the, when it comes to the rights of people and being able to access like things like healthcare and shit like that. Like if you're the fuck them type of person, or if you're the, um, the the person that doesn't think that somebody should have rights because you don't agree with how they live their life, 
I'm, right. That's the those are the those are deal breakers for me. Like those, you know, those are my fucking hard fuck yous. I agree. So it <clears throat> at the at the southern border, the Texas Mexico border, they put up the the buoys the with buoys. the razor wire and stuff the guy like died that. Died in the one two two people no, have two, now I, died. I saw yeah, I saw and, one. And the, the federal government is suing the state of Texas and telling Good. them to take it down and the judge told them to take it down. And they're like, eh, well, you made your decision. Come enforce it. Yeah. And it's it's just staying. And that's one of those things like when I've talked to my parents before about earlier in the administration or even in the Trump administration about people coming from, let's just say, Panama and they're coming all the way north and they're going to cross the border mm-hmm. and they're running, you know, they're dying or whatever it is. And when the comment is made, well, you know, they knew what they were getting into beforehand. It's like, do you think that these people that literally flee their homes with nothing but the clothes on their backs and some food with their children to try and find a better position, better opportunity for their family have access to the internet while they're doing this? Do you think that they're watching the U S news to find out what is being done at the border? So do you think that the people, when they go to cross the water, realize that there's concertina wire underneath of everything before they're fucked up on it? Like, you, I can't take the position of, yeah, we put landmines out there, and if someone can make it through the minefield, they can stay. Yeah, but that's fucking... Why? Out. Why? And then Meatball Ron makes some stupid fucking comment about using deadly force for anyone crossing the border, and that the border agents can somehow tell the difference between drug couriers slash mules and just people coming yeah. across the border. Like, fuck you. I hate it here. <laughs> I mean, at least that guy's only here until 20, what, 26? 2024 yeah. yeah 2026 assuming he doesn't become the president yeah i'll fucking <laughs> i don't know what i would do like i really i really don't know what i would do i don't i mean he's not popular he's very very not liked right. i actually hate watching him speak i've seen him like clips of him a couple town halls that he did and he has the same physical mannerisms that trump has and it pisses me the fuck off like he does the same shit with his hands where he's like oh because you know he's doing it on purpose. He's absolutely, and that's what makes me so fucking mad about it. And his boots piss me off. <laughs> his high heels? Yeah. Sir, you didn't wear boots a day in your life growing up in fucking Tampa. How about you shut the fuck up? <laughs> he was on Trash or Treasure one time. He was. Fucking asshole. Sorry. No, you're fine. <clears throat> but then you've got people like Kennedy who are running as a Democrat. Like, are you familiar with that? Robert oh, Kennedy? Yeah. Is is he running as a Democrat? He's listed as a Democrat, and he wants Jesus to Christ. run in the primaries. But like his, his views father's don't really torso is rolling over in its grave. <laughs> God damn it! Listen, I think we should get out of here on that one. That's the that's the at least we end show sixty nine on a funny note, not a fucking political <laughs> note. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, I wonder if I wish I I should I I I had a silent fart earlier that I let that I let ride. <laughs> Uh, I should have saved it and made it loud so we could start it and ended the show with a fart. Prepare yourselves for a shitty episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, buddy. You ready to get out of here? Yeah. Where should people find us and follow us? Uh, You should uh, check us out on all social medias, at Nothing in Mod Pod. We don't post anything. It's also going to say that in the ending of the show, too. Oh, yeah, it does. So. I forgot that. Hey, I normally kids. listen that far, <laughs> but I don't ever, I don't, yeah. it's on. I don't even listen. <laughs> I know you don't. I've got to get the views up. I, I put it on easier. all the phones in the house under the pillow at night. Uh, that's why we got, <laughs> that's why we get 24 instead of 21. No, I just do it with my phone. I listen while I'm at my desk at work the following morning. 
Yeah. I know Jen listens when it comes out, but it's nice of her. She it's tries. <laughs> she 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 pretends that it's good it's good content. So she's like, You did a great job. I loved it. It was funny. <laughs> that other guy sucks. Travis is an asshole. <laughs> That's not wrong. Yeah, you're right. Uh, all right, buddy. I love you. Happy sixty nine. Yeah, it was great. Uh, it was great doing all sixty nine of these that. with you. So, Will we be back? It was, it was less. <laughs> it was less hairy than I expected to be sixty nine and with you. I didn't. I didn't so, do my butthole shavings knowing this was a sixty nine. But true. I'm proud but and hey, happy that listen. I did. So all right, well, fucking, I love you. We'll see you guys next week. Don't do anything crazy. We love you. Bye. See ya. Thump it. Thump it. Hey kids, you've reached the end of the podcast. That's it. There's nothing more here. Just dead air in this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence, though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show. Or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan. Grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything, really. Just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right. Well, this is the actual end. Hand banana. <laughs>